Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're discussing mature versus immature parenting. A fantastic book on this topic is The Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents by Lindsay Gibson. I thoroughly enjoyed this book and, and highly suggest anyone who wants to know more about this topic to check out this book. I'm going to share it. I'm going to attach it in a link below in the description section. So feel free to purchase that book and read all about the difference between mature versus immature parenting. This book actually helped change my life and, and the view I have on narcissism. And it helped me see parents from a immature perspective as opposed to let's say narcissistic or exploitive and obviously what these individuals are doing are exploitive and abusive but when you can see it from a maturity perspective it helps you understand the developmental process that leads to parents acting in this way which helps you uh, alleviate some of the judgments and and ultimately uh, let go uh, and move on after after uh, being raised by uh, abusive exploitive uh, parents. So in this episode, I'm going to discuss some of the important topics that I learned from this book, as well as some of my own thoughts on parenting consciously, you know, mindfully with maturity versus those who parent unconsciously with immaturity and with mindlessness and ultimately who do incredible damage to their children as a result. So many parents are parenting with immaturity, are completely unaware and unconscious of what they're doing and ultimately how their actions and reactions are causing damage uh, to their children. Now, this is not a judgment. This is something simply what I've observed, what I've experienced and seen. And and quite frankly, this is a consequence of parents who have not done the inner healing work. They haven't really taken responsibility for their sense of self and the damage that was uh, caused early on. They haven't grown up. They haven't matured and become conscious of the way that their behavior affects those around them and ultimately their children, how they parent. Now, whenever our parents, whatever our parents did to us will cause us to unconsciously do that to our children. As much as we try not to, we usually have the same patterns of relating beliefs and wounds. And unless we go inward and become aware of these wounds, you know, heal them, our reactions, beliefs, relationship patterns, our paradigms, our programs, you know, we'll ultimately, we're going to pass that damage on to the next generation, like a metaphorical football handoff to a running back. So doing this deep inner healing work is hard. It takes a ton of self-reflection, patience, and ultimately it is a choice. It's infinitely easier to just let our childhood program and the one, the, the beliefs, the paradigms we were raised in to control our lives, to influence our decision-making, our future, the way we parent, you know, stay a victim and, and continue to perpetuate those wounds onto the next generation. So Lindsay Gibson, in her aforementioned book, Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents, she, I'm going to quote from her book, which again, was fantastic. I highly suggest you uh, check that book out. Um, she defines maturity. It goes like this. Emotional maturity means a person is capable of thinking objectively and conceptually while sustaining deep emotional connections to others. People who are emotionally mature can function independently while also having deep emotional attachments, smoothly incorporating both into their daily life. They are direct about pursuing what they want, yet do so without exploiting other people. They've differentiated from their family of origin relationships sufficiently to build a life of their own. They have a well-developed sense of self and identity and treasure their closest relationships. Emotionally mature people are comfortable and honest about their own feelings and get along well with other people thanks to their well-developed empathy, impulse control, and emotional intelligence. 
They're interested in other people's inner lives and enjoy opening up and sharing with others in an emotionally intimate way. When there's a problem, they deal with others directly and smooth out differences. She says, emotionally mature people cope with stress in a realistic, forward-looking way while consciously processing their thoughts and feelings. They can control their emotions when necessary, anticipate the future, adapt to reality, and use empathy and humor to ease difficult situations and strengthen bonds with others. They enjoy being objective and know themselves well enough to admit their weaknesses. So Lindsay goes on to describe how there are four types of immature parents and all of which are acting with different levels of immaturity and while they dif differ in style they are all they are all similar in their immaturity in their in their approach and those four are the emotional parents driven parents the passive parents and rejecting parents she says that the parents share similar traits and that they are rigid and single-minded they have a low stress tolerance they do what feels best regardless of its effect on other people they are subjective and not objective they have little respect for differences they are egocentric they are self-preoccupied and self-involved. They are self-referential and not self-reflective, which means all conversations are going to lead back to them and their interests. They like to be the center of attention. They promote role reversal, often turning their children into the adults. They have low empathy. And finally, they are emotionally insensitive. Now, if this sounds like a narcissist and like a narcissistic parent, and if this resonates with you and you identify with having a parent like this, then you know this is really what I'm referring to when I call a parent, you know, a narcissistic parent, and the damage that's called caused by immaturity, you know, selfishness and egocentric uh, parents, immature parents is is extreme, and it's quite literally identical. And I would say that um, they're one and the same. And what I really appreciate about what Lindsay Gibson in her book is, is the way she describes parents as being immature and then the consequences of acting in those immature ways uh, and the damage it causes, causes towards their children. Now, obviously, I use the term narcissist and narcissistic, which, you know, the way I see it is that that's a label and it's very charged. It has a lot of negative connotations. And, and while the parents who are abusing in this way are most certainly doing and acting in abusive ways, it is refreshing to hear someone describe toxic parents from a developmentally stunted and immature perspective. It helped me personally let go of the judgments and see, see it as simply, uh, almost objectively, as objectively as I can, as just a consequence of being you know, stunted, developmentally uh, arrested. Now, I do feel that when it comes to narcissistic parenting, there is more intention in the uh, doing harm. It's, it's more intentional to cause harm. And people who are acting in this way are obviously very immature, but there's, act there's almost a level past it where they're quite literally trying to damage their children on purpose with intention, with malice. So many of us have, have, have these tendencies and we've hurt other people, but we don't necessarily do it consciously or, or mind, mindfully, we, we're not aware. So the second we notice it, and the second we uh, pay attention to the way we show up, the way we're treating others, we can, we can take responsibility. Uh, so that is a slight difference. Now, another portion of this book that I wanted to share with you is where she discusses healing fantasies. Now, this is a, a consequence of being raised with immature parents, and I totally resonated with it. So I'm going to share it with you all, and, and I hope it does uh, resonate with you as well. She says like this, having immature parents forces children to adjust to their parents' emotional limitations. Children react to emotionally immature parenting in a number of ways as they attempt to be noticed, cared for, and engaged with. But the one thing that all emotionally deprived children have in common is coming up with a fantasy about how, about how they will eventually get what they need. She says, as children, we make sense of the world by putting together a story that explains our life to us. We imagine that what would make us feel better and create what I call a healing fantasy, essentially, which is a hopeful story about that which will truly make us happy one day. 
And she goes on to describe how these healing fantasies affect adult relationships. She says, as we grow into adulthood, we secretly expect our closest relationships to make our healing fantasies come true. Our subconscious ex expectation for other people comes straight from this childhood fantasy world. We believe that if we keep it long enough, we'll eventually get people to change. We might think our emotional loneliness will finally be healed by a partner who always thinks of our needs first or a friend who never lets us down. Often these unconscious fantasies are quite self-defeating. So for those who have been wounded and who have had their emotional needs neglected in childhood, you probably resonate with that because the facing the truth of the fact that our parents were neglecting us is too traumatic, it's too painful, and almost just impossible to even comprehend. So we enter into this almost fantasy dissociative world, um, and coming out of that fog is very, very important and very healing and uh, shattering that illusion that our parents are perfect and, and seeing them for who they are, which is just immature, childish, and simply unavailable and unavailable emotionally. So I want to say like this, as parents, you know, I'm a parent and, and we have an incredible responsibility to shape the psyche and the sense of self of our children. And this is something that takes work, self-reflection continuously to become aware of the negative messages, the, the false beliefs, the low vibrational emotions, energies, and wounds inwardly that have been inflicted on us in early childhood. And ultimately, these are going to be passed on to our children unless we take responsibility, we take ownership, and we heal. The power we have as a parent is, is impossible. It's an incredible power, and it's an incredible responsibility. And, and our children are looking up to us. They're putting us on this pedestal, and they're looking up to us to scaffold a sense of self and to be mirrored so that they can build their authentic self, and eventually they won't need us any longer. I cannot imagine anything more important than healing and becoming someone who our children can ultimately lean on and look up to as a living example for who they should become. So if you're a parent and you're listening to this episode, or you're a parent and you had children, let's say they moved out, they kind of grown up already, it might be very hard to listen to this. And I imagine, you know, it would evoke shame and guilt of what you've maybe done to your children or are doing. And as a result of being unaware or unconscious of our wounds, you know, of our own immature reactions and relationship patterns from childhood. Um, so it's so important to be compassionate and forgiving for, to yourself for making mistakes. Ultimately, when we did those things, we're not aware of this information that, we're, that was, uh, you know, of why we were doing what we were doing. So it was a program, it was, it was an unconscious pattern that was given to us. And so it's so extremely important to, like I said, have compassion, have forgiveness and start where you are, go inward, correct this damage so you can create or you can develop a healthy self and, and ultimately create a future for your child where they can keep leaning on you so they can develop that sense of self and break up that intergenerational trauma and not hand off this stuff, but rather give them the good stuff, give them the health, give them the solidity, the security that they deserve. As a very sensitive child myself growing up, I was absolutely tortured by the experiencing by experiencing firsthand parents who were basically children. And I have a very, very vivid memory. I must have been 10 years old. I was looking across and I looked at them and I thought, wow, these people are children. And I remember, like I said, I must have been 10 years old and it is terrifying for a child to see that. And I guess you can say I was very keen, very aware as a child. I noticed how extremely reactive they were. They had role reversals. I was the parent. You know, they took no ownership for their mistakes, for their wounds, and, and they just, just really did a number on my family and my own uh, psyche. 
And so for me, this is very personal. This episode, it, it re really reaches home for me because um, I understand that just the incalculable damage they caused. And I'm, I'm a grown up now and I'm trying to just study this stuff and understand what they did to me and how it still affects almost every decision I have ever made and, and continue to make. So obviously trying to reflect on it and understand the damage and just uh, see it for what it is. Parents who were simply irresponsible and immature and you know, I've come way past that, that place where I hate, you know, angry at my parents. I'm just not about that anymore. It's just understanding that I need to face this stuff and heal. Um, but it's just so important, so important to face yourself and realize that it's not personal. You're not weak for having these wounds. It's just something that needs to be addressed. Now I can say like this, there is a large difference between parents who are mindful, who are mature, who are aware, and those who are not. Uh, and you often notice in the way they interact with their children and the way that their children are growing up in a timely and a developmentally appropriate way and, and the c confidence they have in themselves and the ability to reach out to their parents and get their needs met. Uh, for myself, I basically had to raise myself since deep down I knew intuitively that no one was gonna do it. If I didn't raise myself, if I didn't grow up, and if I didn't grow up fast and become an adult, really long before I should have ever been an adult, um, this essentially just, just did not allow me to have a childhood. It, it destroyed my ability to be a child. And obviously I'm very grateful for the hard work and skills that I learned, you know, deep down I feel that I was robbed of a childhood and, and I still struggle, you know, to accept it. It's, it's very hard to accept the fact that um, I basically wasn't able to be a child. So as parents, no child should have to feel like this. This is it's just tormenting and you feel incredibly alone, you feel abandoned, and ultimately you feel responsible for your parents, which is just incredibly damaging. And, you know, we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our children to give them a childhood, giving them the developmentally appropriate nutrients so they can go and, and through the developmental stages and grow up with a sense of self, with confidence, with, with pride into adulthood and, and ultimately attract and be attracted to healthy relationships uh, in their lives as well. So like I said, this is personal. This is a very personal episode. It reaches deep because like I said, as a child, I was just so sensitive and aware of those things around me, like my parents and the way they were acting. Uh, and I just saw right through the, the maturity and the immaturity. And as an adult myself, um, I take it on myself to own all the damage and face myself and become the mature adult that I know I need to become, not only for myself, but ultimately for, for my child. So I hope this episode inspires you to do the same. And if you would like to work with me on becoming that mature and healthy parent, and give your child the most healthy, authentic, loving, and mature self, then it'd be an honor to do so. Feel free to reach out to me directly to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. I offer coaching, and I'd be happy to assist you on your healing journey. You can reach me by email, yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at magnoliahealingcenter.com, by phone, 818-210-6049. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.